Sasha. Hey, Courtney. What kind of dog does Dracula want? I don't know. What kind of dog? Uh, bloodhound. Yeah. It's spoo power. podcast that's sasha hi this is courtney i pointed at us (laughs) podcasts aren't a visual medium but you know what else is a visual medium what merch Yay! yay right off the bat exciting merch announcement as of like i don't know half an hour ago on this rainy sunday when we're recording we have two new designs one of which we're very excited about the other one is also cute not to say we're not excited. We're just really excited about the other one. We're, we're excited about both. Just yes. super excited about the one. The one. So the one is podcasts are not a visual medium. You can get that shit as a t-shirt. As you a can, tote bag. As a fucking iPhone case as or a, a laptop bag. Everything you could ever possibly you want. want. A pillow? You want a pillow that t- reminds you that podcasts aren't a visual medium? But also that Spoop Hour exists? Yeah. Then this is your merch. And also, I'm probably going to spend all the money on all of this merch, because it's really fucking cute. I really can't wait to get the sticker so I can put it on my laptop at work, but I also want the tote bag, because I'm I mean, a tote bag slut. I might need it as a t-shirt. I'm just going to, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm going to toot my own fucking horn. I did a great fucking job, and yeah. it's real cute. It's really cute. If you'd like to see our store, we tweeted the link, but if you just go to Tee Public mm-hmm. and search Spoop Hour, we come right up. I believe the official link, I'm pulling it. So if you go to tpublic.com slash stores slash spoop dash hour, you'll come right up on our merch. And we'll tweet it again. We'll probably post the link in our Instagram profile for a hot second. And as always, tell us what you want to see. Yeah. The other design that we're excited about is two talk bubbles to say, hey, Sasha, hey, Courtney. Yeah. Which is really cute. Because that's that's what we do. Yeah. Just, hey, Sasha. Hey, Courtney. And Yeah. You want to just dive right into what spooky things happened to you this week? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, anything spooky happened to you this week? Not really, but I went to the Ren Fair yesterday and there spooky. were a lot of people who were wearing medieval plague doctor masks. Oh, and that was really that's cool. pretty spooky. Yeah, it's, it's spooky, but it's also cool. It was much cooler than the guy who was dressed up as Deadpool, dressed up as Robin Hood. Hmm. But, I mean... <laughs> Like, like, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but, but I was also like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what, 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 that's he was not like, Renaissance. Pretending to, like, he, he was doing, like, you know, the pinup girl pose like oh, that. Sasha's sticking then, her booty out and covering um, her mouth. was, like, pretending to hump a tree, and uh, I was like... Classic Deadpool stuff. Yeah, just classic Deadpool cosplayer stuff. You know, they're always yeah. up to, like, shenanigans and stuff, yeah. but this one was dressed up like Robin Hood. Because he was at the Ren Fair. Yeah, but right. I thought the, 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 the people who were on point were the ones with the on point masks. Yeah, the plague the pointy, masks. The pointy masks. Are always upsetting. Yeah. They're never okay. They're never okay. They're always spooky. The spooky thing that happened to me is kind of a secondhand spoop. I have not told Sasha this yet. No, so I'm, we're I, all I've learning been waiting together. because, like, when when you got the phone call a few days ago, yeah. you were up and I, could, I couldn't hear what she was talking about, but I could hear, like, the tone of her voice yes. through the wall and was like, uh-oh. Yeah. So Shout out to our soundproofing. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, my mom's long estranged half-sister passed away. We got the news on Tuesday. So you're, if you're listening to this, we got the news about a week ago. And we found out, my mom finally got in touch with the woman who tried to contact her and found out that her half-sister passed away on September 5th. Now... Long estranged, so that's why it took us a while to find out. Mm. A whole bunch of shit there. We're all just doing our best. It's just kind of weird, unexpected news. But adding an element to the weird and unexpected, my mom, and she's pretty sure it happened on September 5th, had a dream about her half-sister, a woman to whom she has not spoken in, like, the entirety of my lifetime. Oh, God. And in the dream on September 5th, before we knew she had passed away, my mom's half-sister said we should totally get together and catch up i haven't talked to you in so long and my mom in the dream was like 
this is weird. She hasn't reached out to me in like two and a half decades. Yeah. What the fuck? And then come to find out a couple of weeks later, that's when my mom's half-sister was passing away. Oh, God. On September 5th. That's really spooky. So that's fun. I don't like that. Yeah, it's, that's some good spoop. So shout out to my mom for telling me that story at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, I guess I, I have like a dream-related, oh. like a nightmare-related spoop. Yeah. Now that reminds me. Just a real quick aside, my yeah. mom also learned because of her half-sister passing away. My grandfather, my mom's half-sister's cousin, don't know the relationship to her, don't know the relationship to me, says that he remembers them having meetings at his house because it was a neutral location and he remembers Jimmy Hoffa being there. So that's all. I had, to, <laughs> I had to talk about Jimmy Hoffa the other day with one of my students because we're doing the essays of E.B. White in my IB class. Oh, nice. And someone was doing a passage and it included this like quip. It was like, it was, I, I think it was about someone like a disappearing act or something, much like Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> and so I was looking at their annotations and I was like, oh, it looks like you didn't do anything with this illusion here. And they were like, what illusion? I was like, right here for Jimmy Hoffa. And they were like, oh, and I said, do you know who Jimmy Hoffa is? And they, I, they said, no. And I said, well, then first off, you should be annotating for things you don't know. <laughs> Second, <laughs> if you see a person's name and you don't know who they are, you should look that up. Yes. Third, go look up Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> I mean, maybe they just thought that Jimmy Hoffa was a friend of E.B. White. Yeah. Mm, and in yeah. the same way that, like, in my poem, I'd be like, disappeared like that guy who ghosted my friend. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> when we're teaching them annotations and stuff, we're like, if there's anything oh, you, you, you don't up. know, you have to look it up. Legit. Yeah. Whereas when you're an adult, you're just like, I don't know that. And so then oh, I, well. <laughs> yeah, then I like give them, it gives them that extra added layer to this, like, like this coy tone. That yeah. Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Hoffa. E.B. White had. Yeah. Cause... And I'm like, dude, you could get like so much more out of this passage. Yeah. If you just go and look up this one joke. <laughs> to disappear like Jimmy Hoffa is a very specific kind of disappearance. Yeah, exactly. So I guess my spooky thing, now that mm -hmm. I remember it from your mother's story, yeah. is I was having like a set of like stress-related nightmares Saturday or Friday night into Saturday. Boo. And there was one in particular where I guess... I had been watching a little bit of Stranger Things Friday night, and mm -hmm. I don't have any, like, context for Stranger Things. I was watching, like, the last four episodes of the season because two. and that's what you do. That's what I do. I always, like, watch shows while other people are watching shows, and so I miss, like, the whole first, you know, half of a series, and sure. then just jump in later. So they were talking about, like, Demogorgons and whatever, and, like, the hive mind possessing, like, one of the characters. Mm -hmm. And so in the dream I had, there was, like, one evil baby... Ugh, that was too like, many. That's already too many evil babies. And it was like possessing other babies. It would come across. It would like get in its stroller and then Shit. like brainwash it. And like this, this. So it started like branching out, right? Mm -hmm. And so at one point, I was trying to like get people to start barricading and like keeping these things away and like trying to find like the one key baby. <laughs> and I ended up Sorry. like one I ended key up, baby. one key baby. <laughs> and I ended up on someone's porch and then jumping up on their roof and was trying to protect this like one particular baby and was fighting off other babies who started doing that thing like you know in like ant colonies the, the ants start stacking up on top yeah. of each other to get to like higher ground so the baby started doing that so that's no! already really scary right how is this not and, a nightmare i had right and then <laughs> i was i had steve's baseball bat from stranger things that's like <laughs> with the nails, nails in it, in it. And so I was, like, knocking babies off the roof, but then it started becoming, like, one of those, like, one, you know, like, the side-scrolling video game where there's just enemies coming from both sides. And so I'm watching myself, like, watching them, like, jump, and if I didn't hit X at the right time, and like, so I didn't, like, swing out at the right time, I would take damage. And so I started getting, like, abdominal pains whenever I took damage. Oh, no, that's and, so scary, but also I love you. Right, so in the dream and in real life, I'm getting abdominal pains, and so I'm fighting off babies, and every time I knock one off the roof, <laughs> it lands on the ground and explodes like a water balloon, so it's just, like, clear liquid everywhere. <laughs> and, like, the baby would fall and like, become this, like, amorphous blob and then hit the ground like a ba water balloon, right? Uh-huh. And then at some point, like the key baby finally is like the one who I'm fighting, <laughs> the like, one the, baby, the who, one rules baby who rules them all. And I fight them, and they hit me really hard in the gut, and then I knock them off, mm -hmm. and then I'm in a lot of pain, and I wake up and go to the bathroom. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and the mystery, the mystery was itself. solved. Why was Sasha having dreams about killing? Babies. Not even killing babies. Trying to run away from babies was I mean, because her body. Your body knew what was up. Was. <laughs> 
So while we're talking spooky dreams, I believe this happened in the past week. I have a lot of scary dreams. We've been over it. Mm -hmm. One day we'll do a full episode on dreams and I'll write some of them down and we'll just look into my dark, twisted subconscious. But in this one, it was really scary because as regular listeners know, one of my top three biggest fears is zombies. Mm -hmm. And in this dream, it was essentially running from zombies Mm -hmm. because... There had been some sort of zombie event, so a lot of people had become zombies. Right. And I had to keep, like, it was so scary within the dream that my brain kept building me literal escape hatches. So, like, when Thor, the zombie, Mm -hmm. tracked us down in our house, I looked up in the closet I was hiding in and there was just, like, a sunroof that I climbed through. And then it got to the point where it was like I was about to be eaten by a zombie, and that was when my brain went, it's okay, you know how to defeat these zombies. Do you know how to defeat the zombies, Sasha? No, how do you... You get the group to sing Smash Mouth All-Star. Oh my god, we were just talking about Smash Mouth. <laughs> we were talking, believer. we were, and I told, I told our roommate this after that dream, and she was like, she busted out laughing, she like folded in half, and I just remember very clearly that when you got to the part where it's like all that glitters is gold, mm-hmm. the sun would get brighter, and then everybody who was a zombie would turn back into a human, so I just kept seeing like, all that glitters and glitters. <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. And it was a very scary dream up until that point, and then I woke up. Anyway, this Amazing. is Spoop Hour. We're not talking about dreams today, but we kind of are. Yeah. We did have our Spoop snack already. It was a Spoop dinner. Yes. We had Thai food. Yes, We're we very did. happy. Yes, I'm very full. Sasha, what did you get? I got Pad CU. I'm just full of a lot of dough right now. Yes, that's <laughs> the best way to be. I'm I love full. thick noodles. Oh, and you cannot mm. lie. Them other bros can't deny. Then when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round noodle in your face, you get bow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, you also had. Anyway, I had green curry. I'm full of green Mm. curry. It was a great time. I also had pho for lunch today. You're living your best life. Yeah. It's because you guys, it's soup season. Yeah, it's motherfucking pho weather. It's soup season and spoop season because as of today's recording, we are now officially into fall. Our weather has finally cooled down enough that it can be classified as fall. It's going to rain for a whole week, though. That's fine. (laughs) That just makes it spoopy. And we're very excited about fall here. We are. Shocking. I know. That a paranormal comedy podcast is into fall. One of my students the other day, when I wished them a happy fall equinox, went... It's spooky season, bitches. Yes! And I looked at them and was like, don't curse, but also yes. <laughs> I mean, on Friday, I wore my most expensive pumpkin dress that I have bought recently, which is the one with the half sleeves from Unique Vintage. The pattern is jack-o'-lanterns. And Friday was when I finally determined it's spooky season. And the entire day in my head was just, yes, you spooky bitch. Yeah, spooky bitch. The whole day. That was how I was referring to myself. So this is the year of my fall being the season of the spooky bitch. Speaking of spoopy bitches, a lovely spoopy bitch wrote in to us with a story that I have not read. I've only read the subject line, which is upsetting. I saw it come in. I flagged it for later use. And now I'm going to make Sasha read it. Woohoo! So shout out to Augie of the short stories of Augie Peterson. She was also on our podcast. She's a lovely human person and also a lovely pod friend. Check her out. And also this story has an upsetting subject line. Hit it. Hit it. Okay. Oh, that is a really good Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't deal with this right now. Star for later. Okay. Someone laughed at me in the shower. Alright, Augie. Already upset. Hang in there, girl. <laughs> Something super creepy happened to me last night, so obviously you have to know about it. Obviously. So I was taking a shower, washing my hair, and enjoying the warm water after a long gross shift at work. Oh. Out of seemingly nowhere, I heard what sounded like a coy female giggle. Hmm. Oh, okay. I was um, expecting from the subject line, I was expecting it to be like a ho 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 or like a haunter ha ha ha. Right, but I wasn't expecting like a I immediately turned off the water, opened the curtain to see nothing out of place. No. And called for my husband to see if maybe he'd heard it. He was already asleep in the bedroom and the air conditioner... Thanks for nothing, husband. (laughs) I'm sure he's lovely, but come on. Come on. (laughs) And the air conditioner was running, so he likely wouldn't have heard me unless I had screamed. Oh, God. So, because the noise was unexplainable, I decided to take the rest of my shower with the curtain open. It was a mess, but I didn't care. (laughs) As I went to bed, I didn't get any weird feelings, but the fact that I didn't feel anything was stranger to me than having had a chill go up my spine in the first place. Yeah. I tried to explain it away, but came up empty. Hope your, hope your showers are ghost-free in the future. 
Augie. Thank you, Augie. Thank you, Augie. That oh my god. Upsetting and That's, incredible. I, I hope your showers are just free of all that stress. Yeah, no no more. Oh my god. Showers are supposed to be a nice place They're a safe for you to place. unwind. I have a low-key irrational fear of someone attacking me in the shower. Me too. And I will say our current place, I have a shower stall, so I don't have like a tub, so mm-hmm. I don't have a curtain, I just have the clear doors. Mm-hmm. And it has done wonders for my someone hiding in the shower-based anxiety. Because yeah. nobody can hide in my shower because I can see into it. Yep. Well, so our third roommate and I share the bathroom and mm-hmm. we shared the bathroom at the last place as well. Mm-hmm. She and I always buy clear shower curtains. Yeah, good call. Yeah. The, the last one I had was like clear but like a tessellated pattern. Yeah. This one is just straight up clear. Just straight clear. Yep. That I was way. thinking about buy, replacing it with a glittery clear shower curtain Ooh. but yeah, just clear. Maybe for your birthday. And part of it is like because of light Yes. But also, the other part is, so I know no one's in there. Yeah. Because I, I like to keep the shower curtain closed so yeah. like mildew doesn't grow on it. Yeah. And Same. So I need to be able to see. Yeah. My When I lived at home, the shower that I used at my dad's had a, an opaque shower curtain. I hate that. So every time I went to the bathroom, basically, I'd have to, and I was home alone, I'd have to peek in. Yep. And I always see things that are like, people who are afraid of that, what's your next move? And I'm like, I see them. I get the upper hand by knocking into them, slamming the door behind me, and sprinting out of the house. I have no next move. Oh, I have I have I, next moves on I, next moves. I'm, I'm so slow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you see death coming. Yeah, you know, the, um, the, have you ever seen the movie Over the Hedge? Yes. The kids movie? With, you know the possum? With air quotes Avril, air quotes Levine the, yes. as the possum, possum daughter. The daughter. Yeah, so, and Steve Carell's the possum. Yeah. No. No, Steve. William no, Shatner. No, William Shatner is the possum, right? Because the yeah. squirrel is... Because they're both Canadian. Is, is, the, is Steve Carell, because he's like, let's name it Steve. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I'm more likely to be a possum and just like, uh, go I'll down. Immediately just, dead, and then they're going to yeah. be like, well, I guess I can't kill her. Mine is, if I'm in the shower and someone attacks me, first move, soap in the eye, second move, whatever razor is in there, going, dragging it down their face, knocking them down and sprinting the hell out. Yes, that's right. I'll be running down the neighborhood butt-ass naked, but it's better than being butt-ass murdered. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> butt-ass but murdered. Butt-ass murdered. I'm a classy lady. All right. So uh, what are we talking about today, classy lady? <laughs> you spooky bitch. <laughs> I'm certainly not talking about butts. Actually, one of the things that I looked up had like this giant butt, but I was like, why is this classified as scary? This isn't scary. This is just stupid looking. Anyway, I we're not talking butts. about butts. We are talking about animals. Yay! Specifically, animals that are have like creepy lore attached mm-hmm. to them, or animals that scare us. Yes. And so I'm covering the irrational fears slash animals we shouldn't be afraid of slash animals that maybe we could be concerned about, but we don't need to fear. Like when yeah. you should call animal control and not like the priest. Yeah. <laughs> the exorcist. The exorcist, not the priest. Not the, <laughs> Hello, not, priest! There's sorry, an animal in my house. Sorry, the exorcist, not the animal control. <laughs> yeah, I am excited for this topic. We mm-hmm. had a little bit of a discussion off air, so let's bring that in here. Yeah. What are some animals that you're irrationally afraid of? <laughs> Open my laptop. <laughs> oh, um, I just meant like you as a person rather than no, like... No, oh. me as a person. I remember oh. <laughs> Great. So I am scared of deep sea creatures. Fair. So like the wolf fish, look it up. The <laughs> Goliath, the Goliath tiger fish, look it up. <laughs> and basically anything that's like translucent or glowing or has like really big sharp teeth. Right? Oh, yeah. so my summerween costume, not a fan, huh? See, but I'm a fan of the costume. Oh yeah, I wouldn't it's a want mask. to see one in real life, Fair. right? Um, I, I love anglerfish because yeah. in order to reproduce. The male anglerfish, who was much, much smaller than the female anglerfish. So if you're thinking of the big, scary anglerfish, that's a female. Mm-hmm. The male is like this little tiny one. He attaches himself to her and lives off of her as a parasite, but he ultimately dies and she sucks all the nutrients out of him, and that's how she has little anglerfish babies, and I love that. It's great. <laughs> it's fucking That's rad. the one thing about anglerfish that I'll get on board. <laughs> and then we talked about horses, moose, and camels. Too big. Because they're just too big. They're just I too like, big. I like looking at them from a distance. I like the idea of them. Yeah. Like, I like seeing, like, camels on things. I like yeah. seeing moose on things. I like the idea of horses. I was never a horse girl because they were too scary. Yeah. But I don't want to be near one. I've I don't want to ride one. Even the concept of horses. I had a very brief, like, two-week stint as a horse girl. That was never serious in third grade. But mostly, I don't like the idea of horses. I don't like them in person because they're just too big. And I don't care for that shit. When I was little, I was scared of dogs. I like dogs now. Good. But I was scared of dogs. Aw. Shoebills. 
Oh, I love she they, It's funny because, like, photos of them when they're goofy, sure. When they're yeah. scary, no. It looks like a puppet that Dinosaur. came to life. And I'm not, like, a huge fan of that. <laughs> I also don't like the idea of leeches or any animals, like, similar to that. Yeah. And then I don't like the idea of ants that are taken over by the fungus cordyceps. That freaks me out. Because it reminds me of The Last of Us, which I think is actually how they got that fungus no. idea. But... Yeah, like zombie ants. I don't scary. care for anything in nature that can be a zombie. Yeah. The ants that explode as a last defense mechanism, mm-hmm. those freak me out, although I also like respect because that's ridiculous. Basically, if you're not familiar with these ants, when the colony is threatened and there's literally no other move, they will explode. And like when they explode, they mean explode. Like it's like probably a foot wide puddle of goo so like god help you with these really upsetting ants spiders i don't think is irrational i think it's legit that they're horrifying although i did see a twitter take about spiders being like spiders are just like dogs so just imagine with dog legs like a dog with eight eyes and spider legs are like bendy and like full of a fluid so it's basically like eight penises so just imagine a dog with eight eyes and eight Eight penis legs that makes it worse (laughs) and i was like oh my god this doesn't make it any better (laughs) why are you doing this i'm so afraid of spiders Anyway, hit me with some spooky animals. Okay, so some animals that are known to be kind of spooky and why they aren't. Mm-hmm. The first one are lemurs. So people, what people find spooky about lemurs are like the big glowing eyes. Well, I think those are cute. Right? And I think they're cute too. So if like, you're going to be afraid of a lemur-like creature, I'll put in the vote for the slow loris. I yeah. love them. But their elbows secrete a toxin that they put all over their body by licking their elbow. I feel like I saw slow loris on one of the lists. Oh, but that's I don't legit. know which one it was. I think I may have been like... What? Why would anyone be scared of that? Toxins. Yeah, toxins. Yeah. <laughs> the eye eye is Aww. also a type of lemur, but it's got a witch-like middle finger <laughs> that the animal uses to find insects. So imagine like Sasha's a large doing bony the finger gesture. and you're just like, yeah. This is, the ins- this is too good. I'm just going to take a okay. picture of Sasha being an eye eye. I say eye eye to Sasha being yeah. an eye eye. I'll post um, it on the Instagram. It was considered a bad omen if you saw an eye eye, and at one point people had killed them on sight because it was like bad luck, which is you know why they I think are endangered now. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I love the eye eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then animals that have the word ghost in their name, so ghost sharks. Um, yeah, they're fair. not quite. They don't match the label they're given, mm-hmm. and actually because the fifty known species of ghost sharks aren't sharks, and they're also not ghosts. They are Do actually we know that? a type of chimera, and they branched oh. off. Of, it's a type of fish that branched off of sharks 400 million years ago. Yeah, the deep-dwelling creatures look more like Frankenstein's monster than ghosts, and they have sensory organs do- dotting their skin like stitches. Again, Ooh. this is one of those creatures, the deep sea creatures, where I'm like, I'm not a huge. You don't love this. I don't love this. Fair. The male's forehead also sports a retractable sex organ, <laughs> and. Are you telling me that they have a penis face? They they have it, it retracts back into themselves, and it so there's a clasper that helps him hold on to that lucky. Don't mind me, I'm just googling ghost shark. There are some. Ooh, people... there's a 2013 film called Ghost, ghost shark. shark. Another ghost animal is the ghost moth. They have to do a funky little dance Aww. to get the ladies. But oh, they're they'll... not that bad. I was expecting yeah. worse for the ghost right. shark. They pop out of nowhere. They go f- get out of the ground. Like yeah. meerkats go back and forth and then go back down. Once again, Sasha's doing a really incredible dance. And so they imitate like how ghosts appear. Yeah. And they're also, the males are bright white. Mm-hmm. So like ghosts you could see... in that they are like ghosts, but they actually aren't ghosts. And if you were in old timey land out in the countryside mm-hmm. and you saw a bunch of white things like doing a weird dance out yeah. of the ground, you'd be like, oh, oh fuck, shit. a ghost. Not look at that specific kind of moth. Right. There's a ghost snake, and oh, its scientific cute. name is Madagascarpho- uh, Madagascarophis Lolo. Oh, Lolo. <laughs> I think it's cute. That's and adorbs. Lolo means ghost in uh, Malagasy. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. Um, and I like it. So um, they also, it, it's also referred to Lulu. It evaded detection for a long time, which is why it's called a ghost. Yeah. And it also is a part of a group called cat eye snakes because they have cat eyes. Oh. Yeah. And then there's ghost frogs. All seven species live in South Africa, and actually they're not, like, pale or anything. They just have, like, the regular froggy green. Yeah. And they likely got their name from the skeleton gorge area of Cape Town's Table Mountain. Oh. And so the Skeleton Gorge has fast stream moving streams and rivers, but the frogs have large suction cups. 
That's badass. Yeah, and then the tadpoles have sucker-like mouths to stay with, <laughs> withstand the rapid currents, and so same. The Nas- National Geographic suggests that they call them Klingons instead. Oh, um, National Geographic. And then other <laughs> things that people are kind of irrationally or irrationally or rationally scared of, depending. Yeah. Giant spiders. You are Fair. scared of small spiders too. But Speaking of, thank you for the reminder. Thirty-three yes. percent pulp. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. I love you. But, like, they recently tweeted at us about the fucking spider sex party on the Greek beach where the entire thing is covered in spider jizz and it's a nightmare. And then I, ta- I said, Courtney, don't look. And she tagged me, so of course well, I looked. That, no, I, 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 I said, Courtney, don't look because she had tagged Spoop Hour and I was worried that she was going to, like, see the notification. Oh, it was so too late. I had already seen it. was too late at it. that point. <laughs> But they have, they were talking about this, the tarantula category, the Washington Post had an article. And so large spiders aren't necessarily dangerous to humans. Mm -hmm. They might pinch you if they get scared, but basically leave them alone and they'll leave you alone. They're not trying to eat you. They're trying to eat smaller things. Yeah, on the scale. The way that we're scared of horses, they're scared of us. They fucking better be. (laughs) I have a deal with all spiders in my life that I come across if they stay in their space, I'll stay in mine. Ah, yes, but as soon as they come into my space, they <laughs> they yeah. have to die because they violated our very fragile peace agreement. Because in the same way that if I were to intrude upon their habitat, mm-hmm. they would try to kill me. I get to try to kill them because they're in mine. And by I, I mean I will get our third roommate <laughs> to come and deal with them for me. I don't mind spiders. I'm not scared of spiders. Oh. Well, usually you're not home when I have oh, spider true. incidents. Yeah. I think there was one time that I walked a spider out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. Of course. So the slow lorises were mentioned in this Washington Post article. Hey! They say that you're actually better off getting cuddly with a tarantula. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Don't lick slow lorises. Yeah. When... <laughs> yeah. So don't do it. And then vampires of all kinds. So vampire Fair. bats, vampire squids, vampire squirrels, vampire deer. I didn't know there were vampire squirrels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they um, cute? I, I don't know. I'll Google it. Yeah. Talk to me. But basically, they none of them are vampires. Oh. Um, vampire squids are neither vampire nor squid. Oh. Discuss. They're related to squids and octopuses, but they're actually the last of an ancient group that belongs in neither category. Mm-hmm. And instead of blood, they eat bits of creatures and junk that sinks into the deep sea. Okay, this is actually really cute. It's just a squirrel with a big-ass tail. It, it's like a chipmunk, but with a squirrel's tail and also long bunny yeah. ears. So the name is Vampire Squirrel, but scientists are pretty sure that the myths about them sucking deer blood are false. The rumors probably... God damn it. I found a picture of a squirrel in a vampire cloak with red eyes and vampire teeth. Thanks, internet. Um, <laughs> the rumors probably started because the fluffy beasts have unusual and weirdly threatening tufts on their ears. Oh. And vampire deer do have fangs, but they use them for fighting, not eating. Fair. Vampire bats are the only critters in the bunch that definitely drink blood, but they don't really go after humans. If one is silly enough to bite you, like, don't be concerned about bullet loss. It just goes like, bloop. You yeah. might want to worry about rabies, but not, yeah. not, most bats don't carry rabies. So. You know what I do hate? I don't have an irrational fear of them. I just hate mosquitoes, who are actually vampires. Right. Fuck mosquitoes. So those are the animals that people, like the... Ones that have, like, ghost and vampire and, like, you know, dark or whatever in their names. Scary names, right? The ones that Animal Planet discovered that people are actually, like, scared of Mm -hmm. include the American alligator, which Mm. I understand, like, especially if you live in Florida. Yeah. It can grow up to 11 feet on average, 450 pounds, Mm -hmm. and some males can reach 1,000 pounds. So, quite large. But if they chase you, turn. Right. Because they can't turn very quickly. Yeah, their animal strength lies in its jaws, and basically, if you do get bitten, punch it in the eyes, nose, or ears. I mean, I feel like that's your instinct. If something's biting you in the arms, you just be like, what the fuck? Yeah, and don't ever feed it, because it'll come back, because it'll be like, oh, "Oh, humans here feed me. So I'll just keep coming back. I'll keep coming back here. Wait, they're not feeding me? I'll eat this person instead. Instead. Yeah. The coyote is public enemy number one to livestock and uh, and small pets. Yeah. It's a cousin to the great wolf, uh, the gray wolf. Yeah. They can, they're small, agile animals, and they can run to speeds up to 43 miles an hour, and they can Mm -hmm. jump 13 feet. That's a lot. It's a lot. According to Humane Society of the U.S., 
Coyotes have been living near people for decades due to new communities encroaching on their habitats. True. Basically, they, they, yeah, we get coyotes here too. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, as, not as frequently, but yeah. Yeah. We, my, my parents have coyotes. We used to have coyotes live in our backyard. Oh. Yeah. Cause it was like pretty wooden and safe back there. Oh. And um, now they've moved. And, and now they've moved. Yeah. My dad. Maybe we, their kids aren't school aged anymore. Well, that and like, we've opened up the, like a lot of the neighbors in our area have opened up the, like a lot of the trees in our neighborhood have been dying because oh, they, they get too tall and they gotcha. Yeah. So we've been like cutting down a couple of the trees and so and moving things around. My dad's been like building stuff in the backyard, yeah. so I think they finally were like, "We'll move." But basically, they pre- they prefer to be undetected, so leave mm. them alone. Yeah. The American black bear. We also get these in this area, so Northern Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Coyotes and black bears. Yeah. Black um, bears aren't territorial though. Right, but we so. are. We have been kind of encroaching on their habitat. Oh, as for well, sure. Right. So they can go anywhere from just 125 pounds. So imagine me as a black bear. Oh, you're so cute. I'm so small. Aww. You can just push me over. Boop, boop. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry, then, bear, Sasha. <laughs> um, it can also be up to 600 pounds. <laughs> so me as a bear. I'm just kidding. I don't weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> I am um, a bear, though. It's yeah. It's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> it's appearance can give it an impression that it's like a slow lumbering creature that roots around trash cans. But it can actually also get to 35 miles an hour. That's and fast. it's dangerous if it's uh, surprised or provoked. My favorite is all the YouTube videos of house cats treeing black bears. Yeah. Because house cats are like, bitch, this is my territory. And the black bear's like, oh shit, I'm sorry, I didn't right. know. <laughs> Basically, they're not going to be looking for you. They're looking for food. Yeah. So just also, oh, just go back in your house and leave them alone. Yeah. They'll be okay. If just you leave the- them be air. No, that, that was weak. weak. That wasn't yeah. my best effort. I'm sorry. Another unbearable. animal that, that is unbearable. <laughs> Another animal people are scared of are pigeons. Really? Yes. I understand this. Because rats with wings? Rats with wings. Oh. So they used to be well respected for their homing abilities and Fair. were employed during wars to send mass- messages back and forth to troops at base camp. Yeah. An average pigeon is only about 13 inches in length and they weigh a little less than a pound. It's adept at living in highly populated cities and makes its nest in support structures, on building ledges and under bridges. So you can think of, you know, basically anywhere you've been, there are pigeons, especially if you live in an urban area. True. They've been known to dive bomb into a person's head on occasion. (laughs) Really, you should just be scared of flying poop. Um, Pigeon droppings carry fungi that puts humans at risk at contracting diseases such as histoplasmosis. Yikes. But the odds of getting a disease from a pigeon are very low, and they usually only occur in people who have pigeons as pet, not, like, random silly People have pigeons as... Oh, I guess because of the messages. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, there, there are still people who, especially in New York City, who keep, like, the pigeon coops Yeah, and stuff. I was just imagining someone, like, the way we have a cat in the house, just yeah. have a pigeon be like, here you go, buddy. But also, I, the, the article also noted that Alfred's Hitchcock... Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds didn't really oh. help. <laughs> yeah. That was mostly seagulls. Yeah. Another animal people are scared of frequently are sharks. Fair. And basically just leave them alone. Yeah. Um, according to the Florida Museum of Natural History, you're more likely to be struck by lightning than attacked by a shark. Fair. So just get the hell out of their water. Or boop the snoot. Or boop the snoot. You heard? Because they have a bunch of nerve endings. Yeah. In there, there's basically some stuff that's like, if there has been a shark attack nearby, don't go to that beach for a while. Makes sense. When in doubt, ask a lifeguard. Fair. And... Don't, like, irrationally make, like, a lot of splashing yeah. movements and... Don't look yeah. like a seal. They, they're just... They're, it's their water. <laughs> yeah. Another thing people are scared of is the North American bat. And this makes me laugh because I love bats, but also when I used to work for the, the band. Yeah. The band director is very scared of bats. That's right. Didn't you have a bat? And last year... It, no, not last year. Two years ago when we still went to the West Virginia camp. Yeah. While our band director and some other people were out, like, playing tennis or whatever, the rest of us were inside the cabin. We were just, like, gossiping and shooting the shit. Sure. And I saw a bat fly <laughs> through the rafters, and I was like, oh, no, did anyone else see that? And they were like, what did you see? And someone was like, I saw movement. And I was like, that movement was very bat-like, wasn't it? And we were like, yeah. And so we were just waiting, and we finally saw it zoom past again. And we were like, oh, there's a bat in the cabin. <laughs> Um, don't tell Joe, right? We're not going to tell Joe about this. And then the next day after lunch, we were all like hanging around in the cabin. And at some point we got on the topic of like animals or whatever. And Joe was like, I'm surprised I haven't seen any bats yet. And I was like, oh, I thought I saw some bats like flying like at night at rehearsal, but they were like such a distance away. Like, I think we're fine. Mm -hmm. And then our friend Eric finally was like, we have to tell you something. And I was like, don't do it. No. Like, we have to tell you something. And no. the rest of us was like, no, don't do it. He's like, there's a bat in the cabin. God he, damn it. What? And so it became a whole thing. And then that <laughs> night, all of us left 
and Joe was the only one to stay in the cabin on the last night of camp, and he had to stay there with a bat. <laughs> um, that was like supper. It's carried a bad, you know, bad reputation, just like the vampire bat, right? Because yeah. it's got this nocturnal nature and anecdotal ties to Halloween and vampire. Yeah. But they like insects, not human blood, and they keep our ecosystems running smoothly. They do. They eat mosquitoes. Right? There are more than 40 different species of bats living in the U.S. They all eat different insects, and some of them can be damaging to agricultural crops, so you need to have bats around to make sure you tamp mm-hmm. those guys down. They Build also pollinate plants, Aww. and many are uh, many of their feces are also fertilizer. So you, wow. that guano, right? Because their contribution to the ecosystems, they deserve respect and not fear. They rarely cause issues for people, and according to the CDC, most bats aren't rabies car- uh, carriers. But if someone, if one does bite you, then yeah, like go yeah, make sure. Precaution. Um, but if you have a bat inside your home, stay calm. Close all of the interior doors, and then provide the bat with one exit that they can't get back out. Once the bat has left the building, look for its entry point and close it so he can't return again. And that reminds me of my friend Kelsey's story about all the bats living in her house. (laughs) Two things. (laughs) One, guano just makes me think of Witch's Brew. Yes. Where, oh, what part of the bat is the guano? Oh, Linda. Linda. Linda, Linda. our queen. Watch Witch's Brew on YouTube YouTube. if you haven't. And if you don't have time to watch a movie, listen to our recap of it with 33% pulp. It was really good. It was. And two... Have you seen the video of the family in Ireland who gets a bat in the kitchen? No. It's so fucking good. As soon as we're done recording, I will show it to you. Oh my god, and then put it on the And I'll put it on the Twitter. If you haven't seen it, it is just a wholesome, just a family panics because there's a bat in their kitchen and they're Irish and it's a really thick Irish accent and just the bat is just like wreaking havoc and then like the dog pees on the floor (laughs) it is just oh my god I can't wait to see it magnifique magnifique the perfect YouTube video (laughs) the last couple of animals people are scared of and with reason I think a couple of these Bed bugs. Absolutely. Right? Because you basically have to like burn your whole house down. Yes. My brother got bed bugs in one of his apartments. Miraculously, he did not lose all of his clothes and shit, but they did have to like fumigate multiple times. Mm. Yeah. It sucked. The Norway rat, and I am a rat apologist. (laughs) I love rats. I think they're really cute. A rat apologist. There's a really cute short on uh, that came with the Ratatouille Blu-ray and DVD Mm -hmm. where they do a thing about like why rats should be our friends. No. But... If you get, like, a random rat and not, like, a pet rat, yeah. you do need to worry about disease. Fair. They are more trouble than, like, your average house mouse. That makes sense. Rattlesnakes are another one that people are scared of, and legit. I think that's legit as well. Yeah. And then, finally, the last one is Black Widow, not Scarlett Johansson, but the actual one. I'm afraid of Scarlett I Johansson, too. I am also afraid of Scarlett Johansson. Although she is our generation's most prominent Asian actress. Can't argue with that. <sighs> mm. So We're mad about ScarJo. Basically, the female, the ma- males are perfectly harmless, which is rare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. The calmness with which you delivered mm. that shade. <sighs> but it's the women to watch out for. The leg, they, they call them leggy ladies, and yes, I just queen. started thinking about leggy blonde. Leggy, 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 leggy. leggy, leggy. Spider, 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 spider. Can we high five over the fact that we just made the same joke we without did. coordinating? I love it. <laughs> Um, but they're basically not aggressive unless threatened, which, how like women. Right? I mean, yeah. Same. Um, 2018 same, mood. Right? <laughs> they like private places, so they're most likely to be fa- found hanging around in like wood piles, barns, or like unfinished or unkempt basements. Mm-hmm. Basically, leave them alone and you'll be okay. So that's actually like a lesson for a lot of the animals is yeah. like leave them alone leave and you'll be. be okay. And a lot of them are actually good for the environment. Yeah. So there's no reason to like. Don't harass them. Basically, if you're scared of them, that's okay. We mm-hmm. all have our fears. But know that there is a reason, mm-hmm. especially ecologically, yeah. that some of these animals or insects or arachnids or what have you are thriving. Yeah. Like, we actually need them. And if they, if you're like, I want all bats to disappear, no. I'm going to kick you in the nuts. We're going to build eight bat boxes. I will. Just to spite you. Yeah. We should get a we, bat box. We should get a bat box. My parents have a bat box in their backyard They're so as well. cute. I love bats. And, yep. We get bats in this area. We do. And they're really... They, they're, they're cute. They're cute little bats. They're like little bats. Okay. So Also, I am afraid of spiders and I know I have my rule, but I don't go out of my way to kill spiders. Exactly. Like, I walked through that spider web out the front door like eight gazillion times. You know what spider is still alive? That that we know of, it's that motherfucker. Because because he mornings, keeps fucking doing it. The mornings that I beat you out of the house, yep. I walk through it. Yep. The mornings you beat me out of the house, you walk through it. Last weekend, our third roommate and I 
we're getting picked up by my partner to go to Maryland, and I walked through the spider web <laughs> and immediately <laughs> stopped dead in my tracks and went, I hope you have a good day because I walked through a spider web <laughs> <for you." laughs> Oh, that motherfucker. You'd think he'd want to stop continuously building his web. Yeah, I don't know If why. you are listening, spider at our front door, please stop. Also, there. email spoophour at gmail.com because how are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> right, we have so many questions. <laughs> There's, like, plenty of other spaces in our front yard for the spider to make a nice There's a tree right the fuck there. He could make one between our kitchen window and the tree. Yeah. Or Or just the tree itself. There's so many branches. There's, like, your hanging basket. Like, there are so many other places. So many places. He wants to go from the tree to, like, the hydrangeas. It's like, stop Why? <laughs> also, if I haven't killed that motherfucker, you have no excuse. Don't kill bats. Just leave animals be. Leave them alone. And I am going more into the mythology side of things. Yes. I, regular listeners of this podcast may know, I fucking love owls. For me, YOLO stands for... You obviously love owls. Which is true because I do. I recently was gifted by a co-worker an owl keychain. We'll get into why in a second, because it actually features in part of my stuff. Hmm. So I separated this into three categories, because I fell down an incredible information rabbit hole. That's always a good thing, though. So phase one is good news about owls. Good then news. Then we'll seg to bad news about owls. Bad news. Then we'll seg to weird news about weird owls. News. So, you ready to kick this off with good news about owls? Pew, pew, pew. Shout out to wildbirdsonline.com, owlpages.com, <laughs> thoughtco.com, knoxnews.com, and that's it for this section. <laughs> and just Wikipedia in general. Yeah. Good news about owls. In ancient Greece, Athena, the goddess of wisdom, is often accompanied by her trusty owl, Mm -hmm. which is because in a story related by Homer, I don't know if he was the first one to do it. He's probably the one. Yes. Not that (laughs) I love donuts and also here's how owls became a thing. Mm -hmm. Basically, Athena originally had a crow as her original companion and then she gets sick of his trickster bullshit because he's just constantly pranking her. And so she kicks him to the curb and she's like, okay, I need a new buddy. Crows her out. And she is immediately impressed by the owl's wisdom and serious demeanor. So she chooses that to be her animal companion. I think of her animal companion like Archimedes from Sword in the Stone. Fair. <laughs> he's probably kind of, accurate. Yeah, probably accurate. Yeah. Part of the reason why that's a common depiction is because there is a species of small owl, the Athene Noctua, which which at the time was very common in the Mm -hmm. Acropolis around Athena's temple, and to the point where they even named the, if you you may have noticed, it's the Athene Noctua, and if I remember correctly, Athena is the goddess of the night as well, but I could be mistaken. Mm -hmm. Don't at me, mythology people, I love it too. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so they even made coins where one side was Athena, other side, little baby owl. Aww. So cute. That's really cute. The Romans believed that owls could predict the future, so long as the future was that somebody was going to die. (laughs) But they could tell the future. They also (laughs) thought that owls could ward off the evil eye. So people would put their organs and feathers in magic potions and medicine. Mm -hmm. The weirdest slash best one that I found, which should be recategorized but we'll leave it here they used to put owl hearts on the breasts of sleeping women because the woman who got the owl heart to the booby would then tell all of her secrets interesting i (laughs) the idea that they even like hunted owls is like beyond me right now i mean like having a hard time wrapping my head around like why would you kill the articles that i read made it kind of sound like they had owls like new york has pigeons oh okay so it wasn't so much they were hunting they were just like well there's an owl right there we could just get and it. i want to know what she's thinking so <laughs> that bitch gonna, gonna, gonna put owl this owl on her booby <laughs> you know owl heart that bitch in japan okay i'm listening <laughs> sasha's like i care again <laughs> the ainu people would carve eagle owls into their houses because they believed that they were messengers of the gods hmm. and or divine ancestors that could ward off famine and illness oh. and to be clear ainu are the ones who live in the north they're mm-hmm. kind of like on the edge of hokkaido and russia and a lot like if you're thinking about like basically the indigenous mm-hmm. They're, they're the opposite of the indigenous Okinawans yes. in that they're all the way on the other side Literally of the Literally the polar opposite, polar opposite because they're the on the opposite pole. Yes. But they, oh, yeah, they geography have, jokes. Yeah. Go, go look, the, look up the Ainu. They're really interesting. And then look up their eagle owl carvings. Mm-hmm. 
They also, they weren't big fans of other kinds of owls. They thought barn and horned owls were demons. Oh, God. So, eagle owls, yay! Barn and horned owls. <laughs> there was also, these are just like two random facts, because mm-hmm. kind of skimpy on the ground for good news about owls. <laughs> oh, no. A particular royal clan in China used the owl as an emblem to ward off fire in the home. Okay. Parts of northern England used to think that it was good luck to see an owl. Oh, and now the bad news. Well, okay, you know, there's one other piece of good news. I love owls. Owls are really cute. They are. They really are. Sweet little murder birds. <laughs> there's one, like, literally looking at us because I have it in my... We have, a lot, of, we have a lot of owls in this house. Because I fucking love owls. they're cute. They're nice. They're so adorable. I obviously love owls. The bad news is that most of the time in mythology, owls are not represented mm. in the most positive light, which is how you know that I'm not an immortal creature. Because obviously, if I were... Every culture everywhere would have positive owl representation. <laughs> so, good news, I'm not immortal. <laughs> cultures that associate owls with impending death slash destruction include... 1. The Middle East, where owls are representative of destruction, ruin, and death because they contain the souls of people who died unavenged. Which... It's fun. That's fun. Legit. Yeah, I like that. In mm-hmm. 18th and 19th century England, they called barn owls the ghost owls mm-hmm. and the bird of doom because of their spooky shriek, which, side note, th- that cry may be responsible for the origination of the banshee. Oh. Because barn, no- bar- barn, oils. barn owls make a really scary sound, and it does sound like a woman screaming. Yeah. So if you heard that, it's like an otherworldly shriek. Mm-hmm. So they were. that's probably where banshees came from. Also, in England at the time, they believed that if an owl flew past the window of a sick person and made a noise while it did, that person was going to kick the bucket. Just bye-bye that person. Pick the bucket. Yes. <laughs> According to Artemidorus, a soothsayer in 2nd century Rome, if you dreamt of an owl before a journey, you would be shipwrecked and or robbed. God. Polish folklore, which I kind of like this. This is mm-hmm. kind of badass. It describes owls as the spirits of women who were married when they died. Okay. And then doves are the spirits of unmarried women. Okay. And if you heard an owl near your home, you're probably going to die. Ah. Italy, Russia, Germany, Hungary, and certain Native American tribes all have some variation of the belief in which owls are the bearers of death news, <laughs> which is why my coworker gave me the owl charm. She's like, I don't know when I heard it, but I'm sure, like, my grandmother told me my coworker is Native American, mm-hmm. and her particular tribe, I don't remember which one it is, but they're... She's like, she associates owls with death, mm. and she got a purse, and it had this owl charm, and she just cut it off, and she's like, but you like owls, so I'll just have <laughs> So now I have this sweet-ass owl charm. It's fine. <laughs> what I like is that for her personal belief, she's like, I don't want to have this owl, but yeah. here, you're it's not Native American. It's okay for you. I related it to, I like, it. like, when you cover your belly button because yeah. of lightning. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, I cover my belly button, but your belly button's probably safe. Exactly. <laughs> The early Christian church used the owl as a symbol of evil and demonic possession because of their nocturnal lifestyles and endless yelling mood. Wow, that sounds just like me. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) They believed that owls sought quote-unquote vain knowledge and thus could not perceive truth. I don't know. Which is weird because I I always think of owls as so wise and able to perceive truth. I think think what they mean by vain knowledge is just like knowledge so you can be like, I'm smarter than you. Uh, Rather than like, I just like learning. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Hmm. If you are a member of the early Christian church, hit me up. Spoopower at (laughs) gmail.com. But largely in medieval carvings, which were likely Christian in origin, Mm -hmm. owls are palling around with apes who were the animal representation of the devil. <laughs> okay. Also in medieval <laughs> Europe, they closely linked owls with witches. Witches is fun. Yeah, which is, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think of them as familiars. Yeah, legit. Yeah. If, yeah. If I were a witch, I'd want a cat and an owl and a red panda. It's just normal. <laughs> it's not important. A large owl around a particular house in some African countries meant that there is a sorcerer slash shaman who resides there. Okay. And this owl carries messages from the shaman to the world of the dead. Which is spooky. Hmm. In Appalachia, a.k.a. kind of where we live, Mm -hmm. if you hear an owl hooting at midnight, watch out, because it means somebody's gonna die. Shocking. This is the evolution of Scottish Highland slash some parts of Ireland lore, Mm -hmm. where owls were representative of colic, 
which is not spelled colic, but I looked it up in multiple YouTube videos because the first one, all the comments were not even close. Colic. She is the harvest slash destroyer goddess, and she's usually depicted as being a one-eyed crone. She shows up in late fall and is a bringer of storms. Mm. There's even a belief that on Samhain, <laughs> owls flew down to earth to eat the souls of the dead. And depending on who you ask, if you spill some water and or throw some salt on the candle flame in your pumpkin, it'll keep the owl from eating your soul instead. Hmm. Which is pretty badass. Yeah. So, two Gaelic words that I remembered to look up the pronunciation of. Boom, 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 crushing it. You ready for the weird news about owls? I, yeah, I just, I feel like a lot of this has been very weird so far. Oh, it's gonna get, get weirder. so much okay. fucking weirder. According to theoriesofatlantis.com, a oh. very reputable yeah, source. Yeah, I was gonna say, that sounds like the best source. It is. In fact, it's more reliable than Wikipedia. Maybe you should give your money to them. I'm just kidding. Just, don't do don't that. Don't do it. Don't do that. I'm just kidding. Owls aren't birds at all. Uh-huh. Mike Cleland who describes himself on his own personal website as an illustrator, ultralight camper, UFO researcher, and author of The Messengers, Owls Are Actually Aliens. Okay. The subtitle of his book, The Messengers, is Owls, Synchronicity, and the UFO Abductee. Interesting. Cleland apparently had a run-in with a group of owls and then a run-in again with a group of owls a few nights later. And then another run-in? <laughs> nope, just the two. No, just the two. But he, that made him realize the connection between fucking owls and UFOs. He set out to interview other people with UFO and spooky owl interactions. Okay. People like Joe, a young man who was road tripping with four friends one night when they saw a bright blue light in the sky. Joe and Dave, Dave being the one riding shotgun, mm -hmm. were like, um, what's that light? And they kept driving until they couldn't see the light anymore. But then suddenly... A white owl started flying next to the car with its head turned to face them. Uh. <laughs> After flying alongside their car at 55 miles per hour, the owl flew off. Hmm. But then, about a mile down the road, another white owl did the exact same thing. They're not sure it's the same owl. That was when everyone in the car started screaming. Which to me seems like an overreaction, but what do I know? I love owls. I'd be like, whoa, this what is crazy. What a fucking badass bird! I'm fine, motherfucker! Anyway, also people like Karina, who was driving home with her family on a remote road. They slowly took a sharp turn in the road, and in the beam of their headlights, Karina saw something upsetting. You're pretty standard, gray alien. <laughs> she and her children- Shoe Bill. <laughs> just being like, whoa. She and her children started screaming and shaking uncontrollably, but weirdly- her husband, Rob, turned to her and said, What are you guys so worried about? It's only a big owl. <laughs> he must be an alien. He must be. So this story in particular fuels one of Cleland's main theories about owls and aliens. Namely, that aliens use something called screen memory to keep people calm by making them see them as something other than an alien. Because if you see an alien, you're going to panic and fight and whatever else. Oh, but if you just see... An owl, you won't A worry. big ass owl, you'll be like, oh, it's just an owl. And apparently one of the most common screen memories for people after alleged alien slash UFO activity is they remember seeing weird three to four foot tall owls. So it's possible that the aliens just got in their brain and were like, I'm an owl. And they were like, okay, <laughs> this owl's... See. Poking me in the butt, a I weird, guess. A weird three to four foot owl. That's normal. That's... <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining Harry Potter trying to hold Hedwig. Woo! <laughs> 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 he just like buff his shit arm. <laughs> three to four foot Hedwig on him. Hello. Some people who would ultimately report getting abducted by aliens reported seeing the same owl seemingly following them for weeks, months, or even years God. prior to their abduction. I told you it was going to get weird. Yeah. Cleland centers his book on these interactions, exploring theories from owls being alien lackeys. Okay. So, like, the owls they send out as, like, messengers to be like, keep an eye on that guy. We kind of want to abduct him. See what his deal is. See how frequently he's alone. And we could just, like, boop, get in that booty, swiggity swooty. But also he postulates that owls are actually aliens. We don't know. Gonna swoop in that booty. <laughs> Swiggity swooty, gonna swoop in on that booty. Hoo hoo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
In an interview with MysteriousUniverse.org, Clellan talks about his upcoming sequel to The Messengers. Because he published this book in 2016. Oh, so this is like... This is recent. Recent. The, the sequel is coming out soon, possibly has okay. already come out. Hmm. It was either late this year or next year, I don't remember. But he mostly admits that he is baffled by the connection between owls and aliens. But he kind of mostly at this point sees them as sort of an in real life symbolism unfolding with the owls representing the darkness within people Hmm. that then comes out of them when they go through this trauma, which is interesting. Interesting. If a little, you know. Out there. Out there. Out of this world, say. (laughs) And that's the weird news about owls. Ah. Not weird news about owls is we have a book upstairs called Owls, Owls, Fantastical Fowls that when I quit the job that I had before, my current one, someone was like, this was on my desk when I started working here. Do you want it because you like owls? And I was like, yes, yes I do. And now <laughs> we have it. So hmm. I love owls. I'm on board for them being aliens. I don't think they are. Do you think they're aliens? Do they no, I you? think they're... The, I'm, they're not, I, I'm not convinced, and I can't believe people think they're so evil. I mean, I don't... I kind of... Okay. I don't see them as evil, obviously. I love them. I kind of see why, because they make a scary sound, particularly barn owls yeah. are spooky, because think of their big white faces, yeah. that if it's dark and you don't know shit oh, yeah, about shit... Oh, yeah, that one could look like an alien. It could look like yeah. an alien. It makes a banshee scream noise, like... I'm pulling it up. Okay. It makes a really upsetting banshee scream noise. And, like, when they're babies, even, they do this kind of, like, weird lopey thing. So I can see why people think they're evil. I just don't think they are. Plus, anything that only hangs out at night, since we are not nocturnal creatures, you know. Yeah. This is This is a barn owl. It's so spooky. I don't like the music in the background. I know. That's, that's making it worse. <laughs> if you were alone in the dark in medieval England and you heard that, you'd freak out too. Right. Like, oh, I just went to see my betrothed and now I'm walking back to my house. la ti da ti da How could you hate that face? Though? I know, it's pretty I mean, cute. it's pretty, yeah. But if it's dark, yeah, it looks scared. spooky. The eyes would probably look like just gaping holes. Right. Oh, it's like so cute. So cute. Is this one gonna make a noise? No. 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 Let me see if I can find one that's just the noise. (laughs) And then I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm about to be murdered. Like, it's an upsetting sound. And if you don't know what's making that sound, you're gonna be like, oh shit, something's here to kill me. I I just found one too. Oh god. We'll just have dueling barn owls. Oh, God. If you heard that, you'd pee your goddamn pants. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, fuck. I'm getting out of here. So I get it. I <laughs> just... <laughs> I just love owls. Zelda's like, why, God? Why? So that's been our talk about spooky animals. I hope you are informed more about the mythology behind owls. I hope you know now why you're afraid of certain animals. Don't fuck with them. Even yeah. if you're scared of them, if we can keep that fucking spider outside the front door alive. Well, it's winter. That's Soon. true. He's going to die. He, he will die to that's, be replaced by a different spider next year. That's true. That's what I keep telling myself. Because, like, there's a spider that's currently living behind my side view mirror in my car. Mm-hmm. And every so often I see it and I freak out. But I can't get to it without breaking my side view mirror, which I don't want to do. No, because your car is still pretty new. It's still quite new. So I have to just kind of, like, let it ride. But I'm like, it's going to be winter soon. And guess who's going to fucking die in my fucking car? You, you dickhead. I have a very it's complex a, I was going to say, it's a very healthy relationship. I have a very, it's, it's a freaky looking fucking spider because it looks like, did you ever have the creepy, crawly, melty thing in the 90s? Where you put in, like, the metal plates and you put some goop in the metal no, plates. And then it, like, my parents didn't get me that. Bakes up a rubber no. thing. Well, we had that. <laughs> and there was a thing you could make. You could get glow-in-the-dark goo mm-hmm. and you could turn it into a spider. And this is that's what that fucking spider looks like. Oh, God. And it's upsetting. I don't want to see a weird, like, fluorescent spider in on your... my drive to work. Yeah. Like, just don't do just it. Just, like, I don't want to see a shoe bill on my drive to work. I would, I would rather see a shoe bill, honestly, than this fucking if spider. If I drove past a shoe bill... I would probably go home and hope that I was just 
imagining things. Fair. Maybe you're just tired. Maybe you just need a nap. That's what that motherfucker looks like. (laughs) I'm not here for it. I don't want any of that shit. (laughs) So yeah, happy fall, guys. Happy fall. We're happy about it. We're happy that the spiders will die. Happy. Happy, okay. We're cat-pee about it. Uh, uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. I might have been abducted by owls earlier. We just don't know. Yeah. So again, find us on Spoop, uh, on Instagram. <laughs> find us on Spoop. On Spooptagram. Spooptagram. <laughs> and Spoopter at Spoop Hour. And then email us your spooky shit, spooky nonsense, spooky stories uh, to spoophour at gmail.com. If something has laughed at you in the shower and you don't know what it was, like and you, Augie. You want to commiserate with Augie. Go ahead and email us that. If you know somebody who, somebody laughed at them in the shower. If you know somebody who found the ghost of Jimmy Hoffa's thumb in a Thousand Island dressing that tub. That was me. Email us. I don't have to email you. I can just tell you. You can just tell um, me. If you don't live with me, email me. <laughs> and then please, please, please check out our new merch. Yes. The link will be on Twitter. Uh, Public T-E-E, public. Dot com, com slash store slash stores Z- girl slash spoop dash hour okay there little we dash go. not little m dash. dash just a little little, little hyphen dash. so check that out or just search spoop hour on t public we should come right back up because yeah. we're the only thing with that combination of words which is great so we're gonna go we're gonna check our beds for bed bugs and fucking leggy 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 spider 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 spider, spider. spider. Have a great week, guys. Stay spooky. Leave bears alone. Please leave bears (laughs) alone. Leave sharks alone. Oh, just boop their snoot. Hey there, it's Allison Carter. I'm the host of the podcast, Not Your Little Lady. Each episode features a woman living in the South outside of socially accepted norms. Listen and relate as these women share stories about obstacles they faced and how it feels to come out on the other side. We talk about things that pissed us off, the booze we like to drink, and historical women who have made a difference. Through all this, we explore the importance of women owning their past, present, and future while keeping it light and funny. You can find episodes, which are released every other Wednesday, on most podcast listening apps or at notyourlittlelady.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at ladiesofnyll and on Facebook and Instagram at notyourlittlelady. Happy listening, y'all!